0: You're listening to Stuff Weekly, episode 370, for Tuesday, April 24th, 2018. Angels and the Outro. Hello, and welcome to Stuff Weekly, a podcast full of news stories. Just like the newspaper, except we're talking about it, and I guess we could just read a newspaper to you, but that wouldn't make for a very good podcast. My name is Matt.
1: Nope. You hear that, 97.3? We're yeah, on to you. <laughs> that's
0: right ninety seven point three. That's my favorite temperature to be. Um <laughs> I Matt. I'm one of your gracious hosts here for you this week. Um, if you are a first time listener, hi, first why are you starting with episode three hundred and seventy or four seventy or whatever we're at? That's crazy. I mean, I don't I guess you so I, has I to wouldn't
1: start. suggest you start with number one though. No, yeah,
0: I agree. Every don't. episode is someone's first, so hey, welcome. hi. It's really um, cool to
1: have you. Hope you stick around. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: nice uh, having you. It's not. Yeah, have a seat. It's a. It's a nice, comfy velour chair. We got you. Uh, <laughs> you said. You said. Let's see. It sinks in, right? It just kind of swallows your booty. Isn't that great? Welcome <laughs> to Stuff Weekly. It swallows your booty. Um, we are a podcast. You can, of course, download more episodes of Stuff Weekly on your various podcast purveyors, such as iTunes, Stitcher. Uh Podomatic, Pod Excellence, and Star Wars Episode 1, Pod Racer. Um <laughs> again, I'm Matt, I'm here. I am joined by uh the I wanna say the fastidious Nikki Rose.
1: Ooh. Oh, how are, an, are you? English teacher. <laughs> I, I am wonderful. How are you?
0: I'm also fastidious. Actually, yeah. I'm not. I think fastidious no. means you're like um, you're detail oriented.
1: It does, yeah. And I'm, and
0: I'm definitely not in this podcast right now because no. I win not every so single far, intro. But I,
1: I believe that you'll get there.
0: Thank you. I've been working hard to, uh, you know, hopefully make it seem like I'm professional when I do the hosting duty.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I mean, you have easily the most experience of all of us.
0: That's true. Uh, I did host that game show on public access television. Yeah. Uh, where of course people answered trivia questions, and if they got them correct, I called them a nerd and stole their lunch money.
1: That mm. was the best part when you got to steal the lunch money, because there it, were episodes where you didn't, and that sucks.
0: Yeah, it's because they were dumb and bad at trivia, and so then I bullied right? them for that. Right, um, and then so you went, because they were dumb, they, they didn't
1: have lunch, lunch money.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah, that's how that <laughs> works. Right. I'm I am too stupid to pay for lunch. Um
1: Well no, I just mean like, you know, they would drop it or something.
0: Yeah, that makes that also makes sense. They were they were just <laughs> fumbling it around like a fucking like fucking goofy. Um, right. I'm also, of course. We're funny. Uh, <laughs> I think so.
1: I'm, shake, I'm shaking my head no.
0: I am also joined. We are joined. Nikki and I are joined by the uh Instagramarian extraordinaire. <laughs> Ambie Lee. Amby, how are you?
2: <laughs> I am doing well. That's a word now.
0: <laughs> it, it is. I. I. I you know. I, I. think I'm just feeling myself right now because last week I had uh, no voice.
2: Yeah, you sound much a lot. better. Yeah, you I'm. Sound I'm. Better, uh,
0: right? So the flu is dead now. Uh, but you, you, I, I feel like I'm, I've gotten sick enough since due, due to my profession uh, that the show should be aware. Listeners of the show should be aware of how sicknesses work with me. So I am still showing symptoms of sickness. I am coughing still, and I seem to be producing, um, I want to call it goo. Can we just okay. call it goo? Mm, Let's call yeah, it we, goo. Yeah, we can
1: call mm. it goo for sure. Cause it's
0: Because it's grosser that way. And I've been just producing <laughs> goo, and uh, and just my body is like, you know what? Not enough goo yet. And just keeps, <laughs> keeps pulling on that goo lever. I guess I keep saying, I don't know. And hmm. uh, that's how slime is made.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, normally, we would be joined by uh, our, our original host, the creator, the, um, the podcast supreme, podcaster supreme is what we'll call him. He's normally covered with sour cream and lettuce and tomatoes, uh, Cody <laughs> Coleman, but he died because oh, of uh, wow. exhaustion.
1: Yeah. Oh. That is he true. overexerted wow. himself. There's no cure for that. Nope. There
0: is no cure for exhaustion. Uh, it's, it's pretty much, we don't know what causes it. We don't know where it comes from. We don't know how to stop it. All of us are eventually going to become exhausted and die. Yeah. So, uh, get hyped, everybody. Get hyped
1: for
0: <laughs> death. <laughs> Welcome to Stuff Ray? Weekly.
1: Ray? Uh, I,
0: you know, I, I, I made a rule a couple weeks ago where we should talk about before the show starts... Uh if any of us have any stories in our lives that are worth talking about. Totally forgot to do that. Uh <laughs> yeah, I didn't do because I'm not used to hosting. I told Cody to do it. And now I've done it. What I this is the second week in a row I've had to host. And yes. uh the second week in a row I have fucked up my own rules. So I don't know <laughs> if we have anything uh worth talking about in our lives. I had a fairly dull week. Um Same-ish. a lot of recovering from, from sicknesses um a lot of uh, administering tests and uh friday was a crazy day friday was a very insane day because
1: Was
0: it? Yeah, my boss called a meeting. He called a secret meeting.
1: Ooh. Um, Did you uh, gather around a campfire and tell stories?
0: Yes, I brought the, the bucket of sand. Excellent. And uh by I've the way, I always
1: wanted to do that.
0: All right, let's 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 rewind a bit. Midnight Society,
1: mm-hmm. bunch of kids who mm-hmm. tell ghost
0: stories to each other, and one of them is, I guess, responsible for a bucket of sand.
1: Yes, hmm. it was Gary, wasn't it?
0: I mean, sometimes I feel like sometimes his little brother brought it.
1: Well, probably because Gary was too tired to carry the bucket of sand. Sure, he was ex- like, exhaustion, Yo, little bro, right, yeah. right, and he didn't want to succumb to the exhaustion. That so. a,
0: that that makes perfect sense. I yeah. I'm just wondering, It'd become like, a ghost. Or a weatherman, I I just think that (laughs) if you are responsible for a bucket of sand, if you're a teenager and you're bringing home a bucket of sand at like one in the morning, like multiple nights per week, if you're their parent, aren't you going to, I don't know, be really suspicious of that bucket of sand? Right?
1: Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. They probably had like a sandbox left over from when they were kids and like a bucket just lingering there. So when they sneak back into the house, they just dump the sand back and okay. then they just like toss the bucket. And then their parents don't, you know, they don't, they're not, they don't catch on to anything because why would they? Um, and I'm thinking way too much about this like two season 90s Nickelodeon show, but Ooh. yeah.
0: Have that's you good. have you have you heard stuff weekly before?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, never. This is my oh. first time.
0: Oh well, welcome. Thanks for listening. There's a nice velour chair for you to sit in.
1: Yeah, no, it man, it really like is cushy and I feel yeah. like it will swallow me whole and I will die.
0: Yep, that's that's the chair. That's yeah. That's the chair. Um so secret meeting. We got called. Uh, we normally have meetings planned well in advance. Boss is like, uh, yeah, I'm so sorry to call this this meeting for the entire staff on a Friday morning. Um, but uh, I need you all to be there. And so uh, we began placing bets on what the meeting would be about. (laughs) Oh, no. Now, if you remember last episode, he also called a secret meeting last week, which was about Teacher of the Year.
1: They Uh, recounted, and you are now Teacher of the
0: Year. They recounted, and I'm actually Teacher of the Millennium.
1: Oh Whoa.
2: man,
0: uh, yeah. it's
1: early is, too.
0: It, it, it sucks they, they to be called, everyone. They after called it you. Though, All the votes are in. All the absentee ballots, but people who haven't been born yet, and they are in. And I'm teacher of the millennium, and uh, I did change that. <laughs> it is millennium now, and I am oh, teacher great. of that. And uh, no, no, no. So we called a secret meeting, and we we placed specs as to what it would be about. And uh, I won. Oh. Yeah. Uh, got there to the meeting, and uh, my boss quit. What? Oh, yeah, he
1: congratulations!
0: Just, I guess, yeah. So, like, you're just, the boss now. Now, I'm the boss, yeah. I, I Tony danza and
1: <laughs> um,
0: I invoked the Tony Danza clause in my contract. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, no, I think to become the principal of a school, you have to kill them, right? And then your body it's ...grows rules. into their yeah, into it's their their clothes, and then. You have to once a year deliver toys to children. I think that's how that works.
2: That's the right. Santa Claus, not not
0: Yeah, I mean, that's it's, also education. It's, in yeah,
1: it's not <laughs> teaching. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's literally it's definitely how teaching works. Um so now I am the principal of a school and uh let me tell you a little bit about what that's about. Uh it's garbage. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. So uh yeah, my boss quit very unceremoniously and uh it it was really 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 weird, but also kind of saw it coming. Kind of mm. saw it coming. There were signs, uh, you in, know. In,
2: in s- fact, in, including a sign that was on his door that said, "I'm quitting next week."
0: Yeah, there was that sign. Um, it, and like it was very like a wild e. coyote type of sign that he would hold up before he falls off the cliff. You know,
1: kind <sighs> of thing.
0: Um, no, no, there were signs. I I feel like he 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 just stopped caring as much about things. And the thing that sucks about that is that, you know, we're going to get a new boss and that's fine. I like I like the idea of a new boss at this point. Um but also I was really starting to like this old boss who wasn't caring about stuff anymore. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I re- I really I really dug it when he didn't give a shit. Like that was my favorite version of him. <laughs> Like, no. I understand oh, Now you're going to get
1: someone who's excited to make a lasting impression. Oh, and they God. are going to be so rigid.
2: She's going to be so happy to
0: be there. Oh.
2: She's going to want to, like, make plans with you guys and have, oh, like, my God. team building. All team the lunches building. that you're going to oh, have to no. have.
1: The terrible jokes you're going to have to pretend to laugh at. She's
0: going to want to get to know us as individuals and not as just peep as numbers, you know? She's going to want to uh, be inside of our classrooms, ensuring that children are getting a proper education. And Uh. i I, that just sounds so fucking lame. So uh, I am quitting teaching and I'm going into extreme sports. The end.
1: Yay!
0: X Games!
1: Woo!
0: How about you guys? Anything cool this week? No.
1: Nothing good to Nothing talk cool about. Nothing cool happened to me this Nothing
0: week. Nothing cool from Nikki. <laughs> Nothing good from Ambi. Yeah. Which that, tells that, us that there were lots of bad things that happened there. <laughs> <Ambie>. <laughs>
1: there was there was death
2: in my week.
0: Oh, bummer.
1: Yeah. B- besides of your where blah, blah, blah. Besides of where you work? <laughs> yeah, besides
2: of where I work. My cat died.
1: Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm very sorry. That's terrible. Yeah. I,
2: I. We
0: have thirteen of them. If you want one.
1: <laughs> are you wait? A, are, is that
2: hyperbole? Is that is that the actual number now? I knew the number kept increasing.
0: Uh y- yeah. I think cats just are like rabbits, right? They just kind of teleport in when
1: <laughs> like <laughs> get it's Like every time you turn around, you're I like, mean, do do I remember I have a that? problem. They kind of like. in. Sure.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have 13 cats right now. What lives. the
1: flying hell?
0: <laughs> Why? I don't... That's that's not a baker's dozen. Of, of <laughs> baker's not dozens of here.
1: kitties. <laughs> I thought that was normal. It's, it's, it's a, it, no.
0: No? Okay. Well... Um, I mean,
1: sorry I didn't yes-end that, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was told that... Um, I had a conversation with someone about this, and uh, I'm going to read the text to you now. Um... At this point, the cats are going to unionize.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, As they do.
0: And they can form a soccer team and have some cats on the reserves for substitutions. Uh, which, to me, think uh, I'm thinking that rules... I want to make a soccer team out of the 13 cats that are <laughs> in my house right now.
1: That would be kind of incredible. It would be like that really weird scene from Bedknobs and Broomsticks that nobody's familiar with but me probably. I know Sure, it.
0: sure. Yeah, the cat I soccer team. I that reference.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's like uh, the bed knobber.
1: Uh-huh.
0: That's a character, right? Sure. Yeah, and the witch. And she's a, she's a witch and she rides on a bed. I know that movie. Everyone knows yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. And she gets the cats together. And there the were Nazis. Together. It
1: was weird.
0: Yeah, she gets the cats together and they they win the, the pennant. Yep. The soccer pennant. Nope, yeah. that's a, it's a cup. It's a cup.
1: No, I like pennant.
0: Yeah. Because pennant. That, that
1: allows the kid's dad to come back to
0: Exactly, and now they can get married <laughs> again. Right. What is that movie about, by the way? <laughs> Fucking
1: tell me about it. <laughs> Dad, when are you coming home? Well, when the angels win the pennant. What the fuck, Dad? Why does your love for me hinge on a fucking baseball team, you asshole?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like not even like obviously like that was kind of like he, he's meaning to say like when pigs fly, yeah, yeah. But like the kid takes this as real Super and for literal. some reason, <laughs> but for some reason, so does God.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: God is like No, God was just like,
2: man, that was a dick thing to say to your son. You know what? Fuck you, deadbeat dad. Guess what?
1: In the end, despite God intervening, the asshole father is like, oh well, you won the pen and well, peace. Yeah, he never came.
2: (laughs) He didn't care.
1: But I mean, in the end, they're adopted by Danny Glover, so I guess it's not that bad.
2: But, I mean, but wait like, a
1: second, why did the mother put them into, like, foster? The whole thing, guys, <laughs> my point is that the parents in this movie are the worst and should never have had kids.
0: Well, it's not even the parents, though. There is a start- startling implication here. And the implication sure. is that the Lord Almighty doesn't understand hyperbole. <laughs>
1: Which is weird because according to the lore, he invented he it, he created, right? Yeah, that's
0: that's, that's <laughs> I believe that's angels in the outfield canon. Yeah, fuck <laughs> <and>,
1: my life.
0: <laughs> and and just the idea that like in this universe you could be like, oh god, I I'm doing so bad. I just wish I had a million bucks. And then like he tramples you with right. gear. Like he doesn't understand metaphor. Or simile, he seems no. to not just understand figurative language in general, right? And v-
1: very literal God,
0: but one who also has his hand in shit that doesn't matter, like, right?
1: Yeah. Like, sure, there are kids starving all around the world, but let me force this baseball team to be really good so this one kid can have his dad back.
0: Yeah, goal, goal four is heating up, huh? Don't. But, I'll get to that in a second. Let me help with this whiteboard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure this little kid gets it, gets his pot back. Except he's not going
1: to. Is he right? And I know that because I'm God. Yes. Uh, but also, so I can tell this kid that Tony Danza is gonna kick the bucket in about six months following the big game. <laughs> so.
0: Man, they should make an Angels in the Outfield sequel too.
1: Oh, and the opening is like Roger because I remember that name for some reason. Roger at Tony Danza's grave, like. God was right, <laughs> you know. And then, what what can we do to bring Tony Danza back? Oh, the Angels oh, need man. to win the World Series. Enter Holy God. Holy shit! <laughs> Hang on, guys. I got this. I'm God. S- Spoiler alert: Tony Danza doesn't come back. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, but it. we get a ragtag group of a really shitty baseball team starring Dr. Yanni Tor and friends, <laughs> and you know they become a really great baseball team who wins the World Series. Oh
0: boy, you, you know that's really what matters is that they had fun playing the game,
1: right? I think and, so.
0: And also that you know we realize that mortality is a thing,
1: and right? And are
0: comfortable with it. So thanks a lot, uh, kids' name that you remember, Roger.
1: <laughs> Roger, Roger, and JP. Why do I remember that? <laughs> JP. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. That's a that's a choice.
1: Um, so, <laughs>
0: thank you for joining us here on our Angels in the Outfield related podcast that we do every single <laughs> week, uh, which of course is called uh, Angels in the Outro. Which you'll hear uh, the outro of our podcast is the entirety of Angels in the Outfield. It is a hour and a half why haven't we
1: gotten sued yet it's amazing uh
0: it's because no one listens (laughs) no one cares i'm (laughs) listenable agreed Uh, it is 10 minutes of angels in the outfield discussion followed by literally the entirety of the film in audio form um so uh be be on the lookout for that it's gonna be the outro of our show this week we're gonna do some new segments though new segments this is uh and that's a news segment where we talk about news so, do any of you, any of you lovely people, have some news stories for us this week?
2: I mean, I've got one, but I think I went first last week. Maybe, possibly. And there's
0: so no possible. way you did.
2: Yeah, I probably didn't. But uh, th- does anybody else do want me Ambie, to go first? Join
0: I want you to go first. I want you. You to-
2: want me to go first? Okay. So I, I
0: nominate you. All as right. As tribute.
2: I, I volunteer as tribute. So this works no, out. No, you for didn't.
0: Both of us. I made you do it.
2: Oh. Um. <laughs> so this is actually a story that I've been. Uh, sitting on since December actually. Whoa. Um, You've yeah. incubating it. Yeah, I was incubating it and it's finally well, it's ready it's, to hatch. it's finally ripe. Well I mean it was it was it was ready then, but for whatever reason it always just seemed to fall away. So I think it's finally time that um I use this story. So um okay. We're going to take you to Tampa, Florida. Uh, oh, boy. No. I know, right? Already good good signs of where this is heading. Um, but we're going to go a press conference. Uh, this is actually a good pref com, uh, press conference. This is a press conference in Tampa, Wait, there, are, there
0: are bad press conferences? Like, are, are press conferences known for being bad things? Like, ugh, another press conference. Ugh, I hate those.
2: Well, I mean, this is this one gives good news because there are press conferences that deliver bad news. This one delivers good news, though. This is actually a press conference uh, back on in December, beginning of December of two thousand and seventeen, where they're talking about how they arrested a serial killer. This is a good thing. This is actually um, a a Tampa police officer, Chief Brian Dugan, announced uh, the arrest of Howell Donaldson and. one of Donaldson's victims, however uh had a hearing impaired parent, so they decided to get an interpreter to come so that they would be able to convey what he was saying to uh to everyone basically because it was such a big thing within the deaf community that uh someone who was killed by this person this well allegedly killed you not innocent until proven guilty but totally totally guilty um uh, know what was going on, and uh, needless to say, those tuning in to the press conference were a little confused by what he was saying, at least through the interpreter. Um, so, uh, according to uh, a uh, someone from the American Sign Language, uh, a teacher of American Sign Language, they said basically what the message was was, and I'm I'm gonna read you what the me- what the press conference message was so see if you can follow this okay 51 hours ago 0-12-22, murder 3 minutes and 14 weeks ago in old murder four five 55000 plea 10 arrest murder bush 3 age 24
0: okay so that's code to
2: speak is it not yeah uh no, it's absolute gibberish because it wasn't an actual interpreter that they were using. Oh were they, shit! Were they, were they
0: using a robot who was malfunctioning? I don't no, understand. they were
2: using an actual person. Um, they were using who what, just what? barely knew sign language. It sounded like um. Well, they were using Darlene Roberts. Uh, Darlene, Darlene Roberts. Derlene? Darlene Roberts. Okay. Darlene showed up at the press conference and told them that she was there to interpret for them and. They didn't think to ask any other questions other than that. Um,
0: wait, wait, stop.
1: I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> you can just do that?
1: Apparently. You
0: because can just show up and say, oh, yeah. Like, is, that, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's more to the story, but I'm already flabbergasted. Oh, there's this more is like story. when people are doing heist in movies, and they show up and they're like, oh, I'm the cockroach inspector. Someone called for me. <laughs> and like, they're like, "Oh yeah, I believe you." Like, no, that doesn't happen. You can't do that. People would be like, "No, let me let me talk to my boss." Like, what? 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 Continue. I'm sorry.
2: Um. Yeah. So, according to the officer, uh, Darlene showed up uh, at the department and uh, said that she was there to provide the sign language interpretation for the news conference. Oh, this has actually been back uh-huh. in no- November. Um, this is a follow up to November because of the additional information that I have in this article, but um. He said that he assumed that someone else at the apartment uh, called the service that they usually use for interpreters. He says, I allowed her to do it. I didn't ask enough questions. She just showed up and said, hey, I'm the interpreter you called for. I'm here to interpret. And he was like, okay, cool. So interpret. And uh, basically what they said was she could have been singing jingle bells for, all, for the way that she was waving her hands around. Um, needless to say, uh, obviously she was not who she said she was sure um yeah and that kind of goes par for the course because uh they they a quick google search of her name will come up with her extensive criminal record including convictions for fraud of over fifty thousand dollars and fraudulent use of personal personal information oh yeah she's a con artist that was in jail up to about a year ago. Not for doing this. This is the first time she's ever done this, but she's done a series of other things as well too. But there's a little bit more.
0: Guess, this, what's, what's 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 the grift here? Like what is what what, is, what, is, what is she? How does she benefit?
2: Uh, from there's there is to that's the
0: thing. Thinking?
2: That's the thing. She doesn't. She just did it apparently, and. Uh, Because there's nothing that they could charge her for, she's not even going to be held accountable for it. She will face no charges for basically pretending to be an interpreter and messing with people. She was just there to mess with people.
0: That's nuts. What?
2: That's... It's actually really messed up, yeah. This isn't the first time this has happened in Florida. Oh, no,
1: it's definitely not.
2: No, I have another article from uh, actually not that long before. Now, this one's a little bit different because this one was they were in a pinch and they knew someone who kind of knew sign language. So they asked him, hey, do you know sign language enough to interpret? And he's like, yeah, sure, but, um, no. No, he, he he did not. This was back actually during Hurricane Irma, um, mm-hmm. when they need to pass on critical information. Um, so when in a pinch, they called this guy to communicate, uh, Mr. Marshall Green. Green, who is a lifeguard for the county, and when he couldn't... Keep up with them, he just started signing random words like pizza, beer, and monster, among other things. When he was supposed to be conveying. The pizza
0: beer monster. The pizza beer
2: monster is coming. Its name is Hurricane Irma. Get out. He was supposed to be conveying critical information, and he was just signing random words because he figured no one would notice that he didn't know enough to actually do this job but why? I don't know why this is a thing.
0: I, so, I just don't understand why you would do this. I don't understand what the benefit is. I don't understand like other than you're a sociopath, I guess.
2: I mean I mean definitely I yeah. think in the case of the of the Hurricane Irma thing, he was just a guy who already worked for the county who thought he could do it, but he he just he could not at at all
1: do it um and uh but the case i wouldn't put uh, myself forward as like yeah i can totally interpret everything you're saying and i know like you know maybe 20 things in asl but i'm not going to be like oh yeah i know enough to totally interpret this really important message like why would you do that yeah that's or
2: at least like kind of go over ahead of time like okay maybe i can let me know what it is that you want to say, and then I could tell you if I'm going to be capable of doing that. Um, and but see, it doesn't
0: sound like a capabilities issue. It sounds like people who just want to fuck things up for no reason.
1: Yeah. Well, remember many years ago, uh, following Nelson Mandela's death, there, like... It made international news that there was an, a- or not an ASL interpreter, but an, a sign language interpreter who was just saying whatever the fuck he wanted with his hands um, and was not at all interpreting the memorial service. Wow.
0: Yeah, I thought that was the other case that Ambie was going to bring up. No, no
1: that was so not too. the
2: I, one I that
0: I was the being... Nelson Mandela thing. And like, why did that guy do that? Uh, right? Attention, I guess. But
1: I, I guess. I
0: feel like that's not attention you want.
2: No. Yep. I mean, there is some positive to this. They are evaluating statewide, basically like, hey, guys, we're two for two here. We got to be a bit How better How do not this. have
1: people on retainer for this stuff? Because there are people all across this grayish country uh, who know <laughs> ASL.
2: I mean, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't say with the uh, with the one with Hurricane Irma much better. But, I mean, the other one, it says that they actually do use a service. And the gentleman that spoke to her just assumed that she was from that service. She, he didn't ask, like, oh, did you that's come from them, our honestly. service? <laughs> yeah, so right. that's 150% on them. So, yeah, at the very least, uh, they're definitely going to ask more questions now when someone shows up. To How is not, like,
0: an interview process? Like, what? what is the process for that? I mean, I guess in the first instance, she just showed up and said it's me. So there was no process whatsoever. But, like, I don't know. I feel like if you are, you know, working for the government in this case, um, you should maybe vet who you're hiring.
1: Yeah. No. Me? I know, it's what? crazy.
0: Like, I shouldn't be hired to teach French kids... Because I don't know French. Yeah, just because like, you're a teacher
2: does yeah. not mean that you can teach French.
0: Right? Because I don't know it, and right. so I, I, it's it's uh, it's a basic qualification of a job. I'm I'm, right. I'm, I'm stunned. I'm
1: stunned. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's angering, honestly, because especially bit, yeah. in the case of the hurricane, you know that was very that makes important the difference knowledge. did yeah. make the difference. Yeah, whether or not people die. So, I don't know. Like, they need to make sure that they have people who know what the fuck they're doing and not just guess that they might know because people could die. I think (laughs) it
0: stands to reason that the second guy was just in league with the hurricane.
1: Yeah, for sure. He does say that he was a lifeguard. He was maelstrom.
0: Yeah, he was a -a (laughs) huraminion. And it was his job to come and preach the hurricane gospel. And tell people, no, it's going to be fine. And confuse them and make sure that they're still hanging around when Irma came to shore. And lo and behold, he failed.
2: Indeed. <laughs> uh, but that's it. That's all I got.
0: Um, Nikki, you want to go?
1: Um, Sure. So... You know, we're millennials. We all know. What?
0: I, no, I know. No, no, Matt, I can't accept Matt, that.
1: Matt, we're millennials. I, unfortunately, yeah, I, we're I got some bad news for you. But if I'm a
0: millennial, that means that
1: you're responsible I, for killing like all the industries, jobs, all of them. Right? Newspapers, toilet paper, Ch- chilies, chilies. Oh, not chilies. Right? Oh, no. Diamonds. You know, oh, we, I
0: can't believe I committed so many industrial murders.
1: You did, and it's you know, now that you've come to that realization that you, as a millennial, are responsible for so many horrible things going out of business. It's time to, it's to seize the means peel. of production. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
0: That's the only I mean, if I've killed all these industries, I must now seize the means of production um, and encourage a, a new sort of economic uh, wasteland that we can live in. Uh, where we can finally have some sort of ethical consumption. Yes. Yeah, that's the millennial way. Indeed. Uh, I don't. Is there anything? Is I mean, what else can we do as millennials?
1: I I don't think there's anything else we can do. I think that's our path. Yes.
0: Okay. All right. Well, tell me more about millennials. Like, yeah, now that now that now that I identify as one.
1: So we know how to use things like you know connecting to Wi-Fi and Technology. you know teaching our parents. <laughs> how to connect to Wi-Fi and um, teaching our parents how to set up internet and and just basic computer use and all that stuff, but that's not what this story is about. This story is, however, about Um, (laughs) Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah, so um, we've all either seen or have created our own uh cutesy or amusing or nerdy wi-fi names like i know that the wi-fi at your house matt is something like green hill zone act one
0: uh yeah we have green hill zone act one and act two that's Um, awesome though i believe it has changed and uh yeah we're emerald hill zone act one two and three since we have three different bands
1: that is amazing (laughs)
0: yeah
1: um Um, In the past, I've used uh, Sandoria. I'm currently using something called Limsa now.
0: Um, yeah, we were Dracula's know. Castle back at my old house. Yeah um, which you know I just wanted people to drive by and try and connect to our Wi-Fi and find Dracula's Castle.
1: <laughs> um, my neighbors, um, after they got into and I mentioned this on the show, after their next door neighbor tried to steal their cat, they renamed their Wi-Fi to Wendy is a Cat Stealer, which I thought was pretty amazing. <laughs> oh my- <laughs>
0: is old Wendy still there by the way?
1: Oh yeah, I remember right. that story. Yeah, uh, it was a past episode. So, hey, listener, if it fits your first time, you know, use our search function over at wineinteractive.com and try to find it. It is a pretty crazy story. Yeah, I'm not find, find, find Wendy. Find Wendy. Um, Andy, how about you? Do you have or know of any fun? I'm trying to remember Life, what I we think. used
2: to what we named when I uh was living uh on the college program at Disney cuz I mm-hmm. know that we had I I didn't it wasn't my router it was my roommate's router but I know we named it something totally dorky. I can't quite remember what it is. Here it's just like it here is boring because I share it with my uncle and he he's not fun. Um but I do remember I think that our upstairs neighbor when I was on the Disney college program was something like I think he. I think they were using the the inevitable. What everyone uses, Batcave. I'm pretty sure that I had the Batcave living upstairs uh, on, okay. on the Wi-Fi, and it was unsecured. The Batcave was not secured. I totally tapped oh. into Batcave every now and then.
1: That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> so in Michigan, a guy was uh, attending his local gym, trying to get you know some some cardio in. Um And decided you know I want to listen to some music and I don't want to use my data, so he tried to connect to uh, the gym's Wi-fi and found a connection named remote detonator
2: what uh, what yeah, okay, um
1: he panicked, yeah, and uh called the police, uh which prompted not only an evacuation and a uh, not only an evacuation, but a search of the facility by a bomb-sniffing dog. Holy um,
0: crap.
1: <laughs> so, the gym was closed for about three hours while the police did this, uh, and ultimately they found there was no crime or threat, um, noting that people often have odd names for Wi-Fi connections. Uh Planet Fitness, uh, when asked for comment, they said, well, our manager followed procedure when they were informed of this. Um, so we applaud him for taking it seriously. Uh, but just because this this man uh, saw a remote detonator and freaked out, uh, all of this stuff happened. Very short story, but that's all.
0: It was just someone's Wi-Fi named remote detonator? That's
1: correct, yes.
0: <laughs> did they fi- Did they find the source of it?
1: It does not say. Okay. Uh, it just the police chief noted that people often have odd names for Wi-Fi connections, and they kind of leave it at that.
2: Yeah, sometimes you see, like, yeah. meme pictures of, like, things, and you have to wonder if they're real. You want to believe they're real, but... You don't well, I mean, know I, you real. know, I think
1: we've all seen like, you know, secret FBI van or something in the list of Wi-Fi names. Sure. I, I don't know. I feel like if it were me and I saw remote I, detonator. I would realize I, it
0: was a joke.
1: Yeah, right. exactly.
0: Yeah. I'd probably
1: laugh and be like, oh, well, let me just find, you know, gym name, you know, a one yeah. <laughs> Wi-Fi connection and move on with my life. Because I'd
0: very quickly realize, you know, oh, no one's going to put their secret remote detonator one on the list of Wi-Fi things. Yeah. Right. And and two at Planet Fitness.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. Oh
0: no, someone is here to blow up the entire Planet Fitness. <laughs>
1: like, now, but, if it had said totally not the remote detonator wink face. No, okay,
0: that would be a <laughs> story.
1: Right, agreed. No,
0: it's 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 really the wink face that gets me because I feel like that's what they want you to think.
1: Right. Exactly
0: but that means that it would be the remote detonator, in which case I need to get the fuck out of Planet Fitness immediately.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's what I say, uh, you know, whenever I step into a Planet Fitness. Sure, yeah. But especially after seeing that.
0: I need to get right on the rocket and get the hell out of Planet Fitness. Abs-
2: well, that's how you get your cardio, running in the opposite direction.
1: You act yeah. Right,
2: exactly. That's why it's so cheap. It's just part of their new fitness plan. Right.
0: It- is to threaten you with death
2: so that you yes.
0: run so that you run that makes sense that right. that, that tracks
2: genius i, I, like that.
0: Genius. <laughs> I want to so tell you about don't... teaching
1: oh okay. please
0: I, I feel like i don't talk about teaching enough on this show mm-hmm. um i did mention that we did our standardized testing over the past week or so Uh uh-huh. um and uh it's it's super boring
1: yeah sure it always it's is. not
0: really a uh a fun time uh you know, the kids, it's boring for them, sure, because they have to take a big, long test. But for us teachers, our job is to walk around and watch them take a test. We're not allowed to use our computers or our phones or do anything else other than watch kids take tests. Fun. So Yeah, it's it's a blast, especially with some of the tests taking three hours. So I, you know, I have my normal rituals. um, such as counting all of the bricks.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I also count all of the ceiling tiles,
1: 184.
0: Um, (laughs) Hasn't changed since last year, so that's good. And uh, from there, it's pretty much just uh, trying not to go insane in my own head. Uh, But testing in and of itself is pretty boring. That said, it's important. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I... I, I, as a teacher and you know someone who cares about education, I don't love standardized tests, but I get their purpose. Sure. And as long as they exist, they are important. And so, I do everything within my power to make sure that my kids can pass these tests. You know, I talk to them about uh, various study tips. Um, I mean, if you've if if you've ever taken a standardized test, there's there's basic stuff you need to do to pass. Or to get yourself like in the mindset, to get yourself physically ready for passing a test. Uh, making sure you get enough sleep the night before is normally a pretty big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our kids are normally up until like two in the morning playing Fortnite. And so <laughs> uh, I'm like, don't play Fortnite for just five days out of the year and make sure you sleep. Um, and then the other one is uh making sure they eat breakfast. Because I mean I don't know about you guys, but like when I was a kid, I never ate breakfast.
1: Oh, yeah. I still don't eat breakfast generally. Yeah, it is very, yeah. very rare that I eat breakfast. Before. I eat
0: breakfast now, though it's normally just like a protein shake and some nuts. Mm-hmm. But, but like, I definitely don't make myself breakfast. I, there's no effort involved in my breakfasting. And And yeah. uh, before that, I definitely skipped breakfast fairly often.
1: Mm-hmm. Just,
0: I mean, it's supposedly the most important meal of the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Amby, Amby, tell me about your breakfast science that you know about. <laughs> I'm
2: just not a fan of breakfast. Breakfast food tends to make me actually a little sick. I don't know. I just right, I can't so eat early sl- morning. Early okay, morning. Okay, we're
0: food. gonna stop you. I'm going to stop you here, um, because listener, I just want to let you know, Stuff Weekly's official position is that breakfast food is actually incredible.
1: Um, breakfast
2: food is amazing oh i like Rural. breakfast food but i can't eat it in the morning like i eat breakfast okay, for dinner
0: so so you were you were railing against the time and the contents though ambi and sorry. that i have a problem i'm
2: with. sorry i love bacon
0: okay see there we go we're friends again i was about to <laughs> fire you
1: <laughs>
0: as as this week's cody i have that
1: power. <laughs> and if you and if
0: you were to tell me you don't like a goddamn waffle and, Ambie, here's your uh, pink slip.
1: I was, I was watching Big John just as a, an aside. Sure. I was watching Big John, and uh, he referred to waffles as pancakes with abs, and I thought that that was the best <laughs> explanation of what That's waffles It really, really is a very good explanation. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> Dang, waffles are just buff pancakes. Right? And, and as an aside here in the middle of my story, waffles are pancakes. Go.
1: Pancakes. Oh. Pancakes. Pancakes, but sometimes I'm in the mood for a waffle.
0: I mean, yes, sometimes I'm also in the mood for a waffle, but more often than not. Pancake. Pancakes. It's gonna be
1: pancakes. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think we're missing option C, which is the best option, and that's French toast. Mm, no. Oh, no, Amby, don't
0: French toast is great. French toast rules. Um however, one, French toast is the hardest to get right of the three.
1: Yes. It is.
0: And two
1: But you have the Marietta Diner which serves the best French toast.
0: The French toast is amazing. Two, however, <laughs> I still think pancakes are better.
1: Yes, than the, French it's toast. The, yeah, yes. it's the fluffiness. Ooh. Yes, a,
0: a really good perfect pancake. Mm, oh, I can't. Yes, I can't. Like I'd, I'd, I'd put waffle third under French toast for sure.
2: Oh um, boy! As long as the French toast is made well, French toast is the one of the three. French toast is the one that you can screw up the easiest because of the complexity of making French toast.
0: I mean, it's the type of bread that you pick. Really, is what it
2: all boils <laughs> down best. Yeah. Down.
1: Cause like if you use regular sandwich bread, man, oh, you fucked oh, up. Yeah, oh. no. Uh, you bad you choices. so fucked bad up. Life choices. And and I I've I've had French toast that was just sandwich bread, and that is garbage toast. Like uh, just
0: white bread, French toast?
1: Yeah. Ugh. No. Ew. No. Right? It's really bad.
0: Ew. I want to make French toast with like a King's Hawaiian bun and see how that I
2: have out. done I've that. I've
1: heard that's really good, but I hate King's Hawaiian bread.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> You were gonna fire it me, is Matt. You were gonna fire me. Worst bread
1: I've ever had, Nikki.
0: Nikki, how can you hate King's Hawaiian bread? You can eat like six things, and one of them is bread.
1: And I can have so many other types of bread that are better than that.
0: Yeah, sourdough. That's the
1: only sourdough bread that's better. And I have unlimited access to sourdough bread.
0: All right, point taken.
1: <laughs>
0: that makes sense. Um. Breakfast though no, it's important. science says that uh, I think Bill Nye invented the fact that breakfast is good, um, and he's the number one scientist and so breakfast it gets your brain juices going and it makes you have the energy necessary to pass a standardized test. We're going to get back to that and we're going to go to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. do we have to We have to <laughs> a a place that i've I've been to I've been to Lancaster I've been to. It's got the Shady Mabel Smorgasbord, the greatest buffet restaurant in the history of mankind. Um, but Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, we're going to go to Kyle Baker's eighth grade classroom at hand Middle School. And he wanted to make sure his kids were ready for the test. He's, mm-hmm. he, and he's a, pretty, he's a pretty good teacher. He's known as kind of, quote, the eighth grade dad at the school, which I like to think of myself as uh, anything but the eighth grade dad, because that sounds creepy and weird. But he's known as the 8th grade dad. He's always there to help kids and stuff. And uh, he, you know, was urging his kids to make sure they got a good night's sleep, make sure they eat breakfast. And then, uh, you know, testing came around. The Pennsylvania System of School Assessment, or the PSSAs, or Mm PSA's, as they call them. And uh, they took the test, and then he got fired.
1: Oh! Oh, oh no!
0: Yeah, and people were really mad, because again, he's the 8th grade dad. And the kids loved him. Um, there was a big uh, school meeting where uh, all of the kids uh, came to support him for the school board meeting. Uh, they had signs that said, bring back Byler," justice for Byler," um, And uh, they, they went and they petitioned for him to not get fired. Uh, it, it, was, it, was a, it brought out the entire community, really. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, his job was still on the line. Because he had committed a uh, a gross misuse of his eighth grade dad powers. Oh, no. Yeah, because you see, he wanted to make sure that they were ready for the test. And I told you there were two main things that we always harp on the kids about. Make sure you get a good night's sleep. Make sure you eat breakfast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he couldn't make sure they got a good night's sleep. That's, that's impossible. He would have to go to their house and tuck them in. Eighth grade dad gets creepy. What? Yeah. He couldn't make sure they had breakfast. And so... During the morning of April 10th, while his kids were taking the test, he whipped out his electric griddle and began making some pancakes. Oh. Right in the middle of class. (laughs) Um,
1: Oh, interesting. He
0: was in the back of the room flipping pancakes so that in between the tests, when they got a break, he would come up and he would bring them a hot, fresh,
1: mm, fresh off the griddle
0: pancake made
1: which is like the best kind of pancake the best the
0: best the best made with of course all the ingredients you need for a good pancake breakfast you've got you got the flour mhm you got the sugar
1: mm-hmm. got to have the of, sugar
0: and of course you got that secret ingredient you got that love and mm, he absolutely. has got it right in the pancake he brings it right to them and they're able to eat them griddles um however during the test one of the administrators walked into the room,
1: Mr. Fuddy duddy go on
0: miss miss Mr. Stick in the mud, Mr. hates pancakes <laughs> and they they saw him, and he walked into the room and he was like, "Huh, that guy's making pancakes during a school standardized test i think I think I have to fire him because uh." Like I said, we're not allowed to do anything other than walk around and watch them take a test. And as it turns out, cooking kids' pancakes is anything but.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, he, the administrator, said that those activities would likely interfere with actively monitoring the assessment, which is a key task. Uh, this is from, uh, actually, Pennsylvania Department of Education spokesman, uh, Nicole Reigelman and, Whoa. Yes, right? And <laughs> uh, Ms. Reigelman. She said that they would interfere with uh, monitoring the assessment. Uh, But Byler, he said the pancakes did not deter the students. Uh, He said, quote, that at no point was it any distraction for any of them, and they worked their butts off. A student who was interviewed said that uh, the assistant principal was the only distraction. Alicia Rodriguez told Lancaster Online, quote, the moment she walked in, everybody turned. She was the distraction, not pancakes, not Byler. Never byler she didn't say that last part but i thought it added drama um
2: <laughs> she was thinking
0: it and, and so again alicia and a lot of other students went and they uh they stood up for mr byler and his pancakes and um i have i have an ending to the story
1: oh justice
0: so the pennsylvania department of education uh said that quote um all teachers who are uh, proctoring the PSSA, or PSSA, as it's officially called, um, should focus their full attention on monitoring the students during the test. However, there was never a dismissal action on the meeting agenda for Mr. Byler, uh, and without a board approving a written notice, setting a hearing, then nothing could take a place. Uh, nor will it occur in this situation, as the personnel matter has been resolved with the employee, who is scheduled to return for work.
2: Yay! Uh,
0: so... They're planning on bringing him him back to work, but I have a happier ending. Oh, Oh. yes. So not only did he he does he get to go back to his job, uh, he was contacted by a local organization, and this organization is one that uh you may know very well, uh, the Holiday Inn. Have you guys heard oh. of these people? Yes. Yeah, uh, they were like, "Hey, we heard that you got in trouble for making some kids some pancakes, and uh, we wanted to uh, show our support for you." And so, you know, those really cool like one push pancake makers they have at Continental Breakfasts.
1: Those things are awesome, aren't they? I'm, wait, that's a thing.
2: Oh my god, it is yeah. the greatest thing ever! Holy shit! Oh, that's what we'll tell. Sorry, really I've never. Yeah. I am. I've never seen one of
1: these before. I feel
2: very, 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 very strong about this. When I went to New York with my boyfriend, when we stayed at a Holiday Inn, they had one. And the first morning I went for breakfast and it was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I went for the second morning and it wasn't fucking there.
0: Oh, you what? dreamed
2: it. I know. I was so <laughs> pissed. But thankfully it was there the third morning. So I, I, I had bookends of the greatest continental breakfast ever.
0: So yeah, they are, uh, they are going to donate, uh, one of those machines to him.
1: Yes, that's really nice.
0: Yeah, they're going to give him a, a pancake maker to, uh, to Kyle Byler. Um, because, you know, uh, as a hotel brand that knows how important an energizing breakfast is, Holiday Inn Express salutes Byler for taking the initiative and in making pancakes for his students. Um... If they were to accept, uh, the officials from the Holiday and Express and Suites will deliver the machine plus batter for Byler and his students to use for the remainder of the 2017 and 18 school year. Uh, a case holding 15 bags of batter with approximately 36 pancakes per bag um, um, and new cases of batter to arrive at the same time each week. So, uh, yeah, people are supporting good old Kyle. And, That's uh, awesome. And, and I do too, despite the fact that what he did was absolutely insane.
2: I really hope that when those scores come back, that his class ends up being like the highest scoring kids in that, in that school. Oh,
0: probably, yeah. Right? I mean, they're, they, they, they've got pancakes in them. I don't know how you lose when you're full of those delicious, delicious pancakes.
1: So, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, so good on Kyle. Kyle Beiler, we salute you. But more than yeah. that, we salute pancakes.
1: For sure. All
0: right. Anyone want to follow that one up?
1: Um, I've got
2: one more as well too, if you'd like.
0: Yeah, hit, hit us, Ambi.
2: Okay, so um, this is this is something that uh, my mother has been on lately. There's a reality show on the Animal Planet. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. It's called The Zoo. Have you ever heard of this reality show? No.
1: Okay.
0: I've heard of zoos.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: well, that's kind of what this is. This is a reality series. Uh based out we of We
0: put a bunch of animals <laughs> in cages in one place.
2: It's based on the Bronx Zoo in New York actually. Uh it's okay. a reality series that basically uh follows around the different people that work at the zoo and um, them caring for the animals and animals that are that come to them because they're like the one that she always talks about was there was a kangaroo that came to them from another zoo and the kangaroo had arthritis. And uh, the vet basically said, like, there's nothing we can do for him. And one of the other vets, who's kind of like a crazy new age person, was like, well, you know, when I had arthritis, I did this and it worked out really well for me. So maybe we should do that with the kangaroo. And needless to say, the kangaroo, they, they did it some kind of like, I forget what it was, the treatment. I don't watch it. My mother watches it. And needless to say, the kangaroo is now better. Its arthritis has gotten better and it's like hopping around like crazy so the, the whole point of this is zoos Th- this is a zoo it's a big zoo my mother wants to go to the zoo because she's so obsessed with this reality series i'm not a huge zoo fan myself i've been to pretty some pretty bad zoos i know like I'm you're talking pictures.
0: about this like your mom has never fucking heard of zoos <laughs> until now like, there are zoos everywhere. It's not hard to go to a zoo.
2: Apparently, the Bronx Zoo is, like, this amazing zoo that's, like, amazing, apparently. Zoos are all know, the same. It, it, yeah, it's a bunch of animals. It's funny you should say that. Depressed-looking animals in cages. It's funny you should say that as well, Oh, yeah, too. Please,
0: please, yeah, prove, prove me wrong about all the animals.
2: Oh, there. no, 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 no. I'm not here to prove you wrong. I'm here to give you... An article that gives us the world's worst zoo. Uh,
0: uh, okay, am I going to be sad?
2: I don't think so. Okay. Um, because this world's worst zoo, uh, is in where was it? Uh, uh this is in China. This is a zoo that's in China, and uh, this uh, again is an article I've been sitting on for a while. This is from back in December. Um, tourists flooded. To this zoo back in December because they were promoting their new exhibits. Extremely rare, rare penguins from the South Pole. And I mean, this is China. I mean, that's not something that you see often. I mean, penguins in China? Whoa. Um, but they were a little disappointed when they showed up at the zoo to see the penguins. Because um, they weren't so much penguins. Uh, well, I mean, there were penguins, but they were kind of inflatable penguins um yeah the world's war zoo is a tortoise in a box some chickens some ducks and inflatable penguins okay
0: (laughs) you know i thought this was going to be a story we'd had before didn't we have a story i thought i had a story once about like where they thought it was one animal, but it turned out to just be a dog.
2: Yeah, that yeah. I remember that one yeah, as well too. I thought it was
0: gonna be like that, but this is actively
2: worse. <laughs> uh ticket prices are apparently very affordable. Uh I don't know why you would charge more than, you know, free to see some inflatable yeah. penguins and some chickens. Um, I'm sure that you probably have they have chickens everywhere in China, more than likely. Because there's chickens other places. Um But yeah.
0: The inflatable penguin is what gets me Yeah, obviously. (laughs) Right. The picture in the article is is great
2: because it's basically just like a small, like, empty, like, pond type of thing with one, two, three, six inflatable penguins just sitting in it. There's not even any water in it. It's just a big, empty pond with inflatable. One of them is pink, so, you know... There's one girl. I mean,
0: they they look happy to be there. Yeah, I know, right? I know yeah. why.
2: Um, and then
0: I, I I really like the turtle that's getting tipped.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just a turtle in a box that has a sign that is basically probably I don't I can't read Chinese, but I, I'm assuming this basically just says turtle written on a piece of paper that they then hand ripped in half and Scotch taped to the box with the tortoise on it. Um, okay. yeah, the, <laughs> the fortune tortoise. So that's a thing. Uh, so,
0: so you're telling me that if I wanted to make some quick bucks, I could head over to mainland China, and then I could—I don't know—pull one over on rubes because that seems like what's going on here. This seems right? like like an easy dupe.
2: Yeah, I and
0: mean the the, what I, the lesson I'm learning is not like I could. You know, that this guy is bad for making a, the world's worst zoo with inflatable penguins. The the lesson I'm learning is uh, people in China are gullible.
2: Yeah. I mean, technically speaking, he's given them exactly what he told. He, he gave them penguins. He didn't say that they were live penguins. They're penguins. Sure,
0: sure. Well, I mean, I guess it would be way worse if we had a bunch of dead penguins. Just
1: right, there. absolutely. That would
2: suck a lot. But at the same time, he's, he's not... Not giving them what he has he said he is—he is giving them. I want to
0: start a zoo, okay, where all the animal exhibits are actually just people who have played for sports teams that are based around those animals. (laughs) So, like, you come and see the penguins. Oh, yeah, no, this guy—he played for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He was the goalie, and you know, he's just a guy in a glass case, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And then you can come over here, and you can see, oh, this guy, he's a Seahawk. And I, and I have, like, the guy, he's a football man, and he's just perched on a limb. And I think that's as far as I could go. Because I think, like, at that point, it's hard to own more than a couple of people. Uh, it's normally hard to own any people in America. But, you know, it is what it is. And I think if you just pay them enough, then you're fine. And uh, I don't think anyone would ever come to the zoo, which I think is the goal. Thanks for letting my bit die. So anyway, yeah.
1: um,
0: boy, just just rotten radio. There we go. Uh, I think I'm gonna squeeze in one last one. Okay, yeah, better. absolutely, go for minutes. it. Um, I want to tell you about baboons. Okay, okay. We just talked okay. about we just talked about the zoo. Let's talk more about animals. Um. These baboons that I'm going to tell you about, they are, they are not kept in a zoo. Uh, instead they're in a, uh, the Texas Biomedical Research Institute or TMBRI, or of course, Taburi. Uh, and the baboons kept down in Tiburi are, um, I guess they, at the Research Institute, they have research done upon them. Probably. Uh, I would assume some sort of animal testing. Though apparently they're kept in a nice little pen and, uh, you know, they're able to walk around and enjoy general baboonity, you know, sure. as, as it were. Um, and so these baboons were, were hanging out in San Antonio and, uh, and I guess I can only assume one of the researchers was, uh, maybe playing a little too much tropical freeze around these baboons. Oh no. Because inside their pen, there was not a lot for them to do. There was some water, there were some steps, and there was a barrel okay, and so these three baboons they saw this barrel, and uh it's supposedly a barrel that is quote used for enrichment i don't know mm-hmm. I don't know what enrichment means um but they were used for enrichment. And, uh, they took that barrel and, uh, they threw it. What? Like fucking Donkey Kong.
1: <laughs>
0: and then they escaped. What? Yeah, they, uh, they, they took the barrel and, uh, they, they got, they got free. They, they, they were able to, uh, throw it against the wall and, uh, make a way out in order for them to climb over the wall and, uh, leave.
2: You know what? So Good on them.
0: Th- yeah, they, three they earned escapes Out onto a Texas highway. In um, what was quote, call, called by the TBRI a quote, animal perimeter breach incident, which uh, yeah, that doesn't sound like fucking Skynet.
1: Right. Um,
0: <laughs> they uh, were out there and uh, they ran around and goofed off and, 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 and they were out the to monkey business, as it were. And finally, they were caught and returned to the uh, the Institute. But needless to say, when they were returned, um, you know, their entire life has changed because now they're without barrels.
1: Aww. Oh, no. Yeah,
0: all barrels have been taken away. Uh, and, and that's because, uh, you know, once, once you go Donkey Kong, you don't go back.
1: And no. It was, and it
0: was sure that they were going to start throwing, Donkey Kong, d- throwing barrels at uh, their mustachioed keepers um they were probably going to be you know setting the oil drum on fire because there's certainly an oil drum there as well uh well, and probably uh, yeah and they were probably gonna snatch pauline the receptionist her name is pauline and uh she she was fearing for her life and so uh yeah they they gave him a barrel and they donkey kong their way out to freedom the end that's a short one so i wanted to yeah it. so
1: that's kind of ridiculous
0: <laughs> right it's kind of like why they give them a barrel
1: right like give them more productive things
0: like a hammer yeah <laughs> anyway
1: because they'll throw hammers and who doesn't love a good game of dodge the hammer so you don't die
0: <laughs> yeah i remember when my father would play dodge the hammer with me as a child oh memories.
1: <laughs> yeah, good good ones, right? No,
0: I don't have them anymore because like, I got hit too many hammers. <laughs> uh so I think that's going to do it for stuff weekly this week guys. Cool. Um but thank you for tuning in. I think I think it's been a raucous show here. Um a, a very it had a good flow to it.
1: I yeah, thought, absolutely.
0: Personally. Yeah, I feel like this hour just kind of zoomed.
1: It did. By.
0: Uh so thanks for listening everybody. We're going to be back next week, and I I said this last week that Cody would be revived. So I think if Cody is not revived next week, then he's dead forever.
1: Yep. Agreed. That's the
2: rule. You're not here three weeks in a row, you're actually dead.
0: If you fail three saving throws, that's Dungeons and Dragons terms, then you die for real. If you die in the game, you die for real. Uh, Anyway, I'm Matt, and I'm joined, of course, by Nikki Wright. Ambie Lee and, uh, and and some monkeys who have moved into my house, and they're they're stealing my barrels, and it's terrible. They're so, killing your
1: cats. They're,
0: they're, well, that's okay. So, <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week, and until then, don't die. Just good life advice. And now, for your listening pleasure, Stuff Weekly proudly presents to you the entire one hour, 41 minutes, and 55 seconds of Disney's Angels in the Outfield.